welcome to Fire and Water with Pleasant. I'm a multi-passionate Jew-witchy woman in total coherence with herself, rising Kohenet, that's a Hebrew priestess, and adjunct professor. In these creations, I dive into topics of healing and wholeness, all at the intersection of intuition, intellect, and integration. These creations are within the context of a more liberated, just, and equitable world. Working with elemental healing, nervous system repair, natural rhythms, and regenerative practices, I bridge the past, present, and future, weaving in global wisdom traditions and mystical teachings, translating them for our modern lives. We orient towards physical, emotional, mental, spiritual, energetic, and relational health, exploring death and grief as intentional living practices, ancestral reverence and healing, and we'll dive into rituals and ceremonies and practices for daily life. Let's talk about the great mystery we are living in, the sacred and mundane, the domestic and the divine. Welcome, wise ones, seekers, old souls, modern mystics. Those of us who have a deep reverence for spiritual and divine realms and who also pay bills, maybe raise kids or communities and tend relationships. We are the people who want to heal the earth and her children. Join me in this wild, weird, and wonderful world. And may these creations be of service to your head, heart, hands, and healing. Welcome to this guide, talk through, little map plan for Shabbat for all, a guide for sacred rest and renewal. I created this guide as a path towards Shabbat as a feeling state, Shabbat as a resistance movement, Shabbat as a revolutionary lifestyle practice that is rooted and steeped in deep mystical wisdom. If you're listening to this on the podcast, feel free to go ahead and download the PDF that's attached to the show notes so that you can follow along. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see it right here. So let's dive in. Welcome. I'm not going to read to you all of the parts that I put into the guide that would be a waste of time, but I wanted to bring it off the page a little bit and to give you some context and inspiration and meat and development in which to work with this guide. And so you can see here on the first or the second page, a little bit of a welcome and a personal story about how I began this practice for myself and then with my family and really did that together. And you can see here a little post-it or index card with just a few reminders from one of the seasons of our beginning Shabbat practice was I just very simply mapped out what were the things that were going to happen each week when I honored the Sabbath. And 
the great news is you don't have to do it on Friday night, which is when um, the traditional Jewish uh, Sabbath is Friday at sundown <laughs> until Saturday at sundown. Um, but you have an opportunity to create and carve out what would a Shabbat, a rest, a sabbatical, a carving out time for deep soul rejuvenation look like each week? What would it look like to unhook from the systems of never enough of hustle and grind and worthiness all being external and intellectual, but really what would it look like to take a break from that and to prioritize your soul? So maybe that's getting fresh flowers, right? Because a lot of, a lot of souls like fresh flowers, maybe that's making challah bread or making something that is delicious and meaningful or buying it and just honoring it. Maybe it's setting the table a certain way or sitting in a certain place. And for me, it's also about um, naming and working with the intellectual Torah portion, the scripture for the week. And um, what's my way in? I use a lot of tools that are based and steeped in mindfulness and in awareness and in Jewish mystical traditions, not so much um, what you might find at sort of a local synagogue on Shabbat um, and really talking about <clears throat> the kind of Bible or the Torah um, <clears throat> from that lens. Uh, the text that I work with is much more spiritual, feminist, queer, earth-based, uh, meditative, mindful. It's, it's much more expansive than kind of the local offerings here that I have access to. Okay, so what is Shabbat? It's a commandment. And for those of you who are not into the Bible, like me, <laughs> um, I think that's what scared me away. Okay, so basically it's like, if I was rejecting anything that was coming through my tradition because I didn't understand it or I couldn't relate to it for a whole bunch of reasons, that's a whole different podcast episode um, or YouTube episode, um, I did not know the mystical, soulful, spiritual invitation of Shabbat. I did not have access to that in earlier stages of my life as a young person. And so as I have uh, built, grown, nourished, and cultivated a family, as I have grown roots into my own lineage, as I have studied and been seeking out ways to connect to my people, this is when I started hearing different teachings about Shabbat as the seventh day, this holy day, this time to make love to the divine, Shekhinah, the feminine um, uh, indwelling presence um, that is here, Shekhinah, that is life force flowing, creativity beyond goddess X, divine, sacred, feminine, all these different ways that we talk about the faces of Shekhinah, that there's a teaching that she comes in um, or they come in um, <laughs> during that Sabbath period and that you have an extra soul you're working with and that the time is so sacred because it's marked each week. <laughs> that there's this opportunity for really deep soul development. It's just a totally different way of approaching this time um, than a commandment. 
And so I talk a little bit here about what does this have to do with us and why does this matter now? And I think it would take you all of five minutes to think about your own life and think about the pace, the pain, the priorities, um, and the scarcity culture that we're living in um, has really taken over prioritizing the human and prioritizing the beingness of the human and the soulfulness of the human. And so this practice is a practice of resistance, of deep rest and rejuvenation so that we feel strong, clear, and regenerative for the next um, day, week, month, difficulty, challenge ahead. I include a link to a study from the Fetzer Institute on spirituality that just really affirms and validates this is needed. <laughs> um, okay, so next I go to a bunch of ideas that you could start generating. Some of them are the things that I've been doing over the years that make Shabbat so delicious. And it's like I've been doing, but they're really all like aspects of not doing, they're becoming the ritual. It's like, I have this white, long flowy nightgown that I love to put on on Shabbat night. Or even if I'm going on a zoom prayers for Kohenet, I love to wear that white nightgown. It's like, I adorn myself. It's the ritual of putting on the, the Shabbat, the Sabbath clothing. I love, I have a beautiful black scarf that's got all moon cycles on it. And it's very witchy. I love to put that on on Friday night and sing um, on the Zoom services um, or listen to music like Shabbat music from Batia Levine or Ali Halpert or any other. So many incredible musicians right now. Um, but here is a list. There's a few kind of FYIs and tips on here that can help you create your own Sabbath ritual. These are just examples. There's nothing you have to do or don't have to do. Since we're not following law, halakha, we're just saying, hey, we declare that we are worthy of sacred rest and renewal in solitude time each week, that we are worthy of that. It's our birthright to have time to be in with the indwelling presence, whatever that means to you. Could be nature, could just be deciding for three hours every week, I'm going in the woods and I'm going to meditate or bring my journal or just stretch or just sit there or walk. That we're not engaging in activities for outcomes. We're not looking to lose weight or count calories or even limit our pleasure. It's an invitation into deepest pleasure, love-making, pleasure-seeking, sensual um, qualities. These are the invitations of Shabbat. Honor and receive. So this whole idea of receiving, if our lives are so fast, if the pace is so fast, if it never stops, which the work will never stop, the emails are not going to stop, the to-do lists are not going to stop, the technology, while it is so fabulous and I love it for connection and intellect, it is not going to stop. It is up to us to honor the sacredness of what it means to be human and have a life 
and be breathing and have the breath of life flowing through you. And then to be able to pause and receive divine gifts, downloads, insights, reflections, pauses, and receive the divine gifts of, of what it means to be human. If we are hooked in too fast, too soon, too much in that kind of pace, we are all young, we're all front body, and we are not able to lean back and receive the gifts of the feminine, which are back body and the yin structure. And so there's this young kind of six days a week, be in the world, repairing the world, helping people active, being a family person, being a career person. You know, there's this idea that we do have a young part of ourselves in our life. And then we have a pause, a receiving, a yin, a slowing down, a, a right pace for the sacred, like right pace as prayer. Taya Ma always says that right pace as presence, as healing um, in somatics pace and pause are such a part of regenerating of regenerative practices. <sighs> On the next page, I have a picture of some more ideas from the Sabbath manifesto, which is a great site. Just again, kind of declaring that this is important. Um, <laughs> and I think the, the, overarching theme that I'm reminding us in this last, one of the last pages here is enough already with 24 seven. We are not robots. We are not available. We should not be available 24 seven. This is a big should that I'll agree with um, that it is up to us to lean back into that pleasure, the pleasure activism that um, I've been talking about a little bit and really taking responsibility for our pace. So now what? So we get to on the last page, just again, more kind of inspiration for you, um, more suggestions on lo logistics, gathering materials, giving yourself maybe a, sh a Sabbath journal, um, or maybe, you know, you, there's like some art you want to do every week. And so you just put out the materials. I keep all the books that I study on, um, Saturday mornings and Shabbat morning together in Judaism, the days start at night. So that's why it's Friday night to Saturday night. Um, but again, that's just, that's my tradition. It doesn't have to be your tradition and you get to adapt it and find some flexibility. The purpose is carving the time. Um, and then there's a little blessing here for you. And then I created a, a Shabbat map for myself and a few other resources that are linked here. And then on the last page, I asked a few um, people in our community, how has Shabbat impacted your life and got some beautiful responses from some participants. And so um, I wanted you to hear this, uh, read this from them um, and really sink into, um, I'll read a short one, taking time off to stop working and just rest and play makes my life feel fun instead of like drudgery. Amazing how just a day or half a day can revitalize my mood, my outlook, and my positive feelings about myself. When I leave all of my life open for work and getting things done or getting ahead, I feel a little breathless as if I'm about to fall behind. 
But when I take a day off of rest, suddenly my life feels expansive and full of hope and possibility. So, you know, that is such a gift. And um, may we all be able to find a life of expansive hope and possibility. There's a song by Allie Halpert. She, her album, Loose and Loosen just came out um, where she sings this line, another world's not only possible, on a quiet day, I can hear her breathing. And I, this quote, oh, I just got the chills again. Like it just flows through me on Shabbat. I just, I know that another world is possible. One in which we prioritize the soul, the humans, the earth, restoration, rejuvenation, regeneration. And I feel on these quiet days, I can feel her, Shekhinah, divine presence, sacred feminine, breathing life into me, into our world. And it is really magical and really powerful and has deepened, deepened my resilience and capacity to deal with the difficulties of life. And so another world is not only possible, she is on her way on a quiet day, I hope we can all hear her breathing. So may a Shabbat practice enter your life for meaning and purpose, for power, for deep, deep care and restoration that we need now, we as humans need now. So may we be well, may we be peaceful, may, may we find ease and joy and health and wealth at all levels for all beings collectively, may our practices influence and impact collective healing and liberation.